Misfits in the Book of Mormon is now available on Amazon.com. Who were some of these misfits in the Book of Mormon, and what can we learn from them about belonging in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints? And how can we fill a stronger sense of belonging with Christ? You can find out more by reading Misfits in the Book of Mormon, now available on Amazon.com. You could also check out my other books, including Oh Lord, My God, The Jesus You Need to Know, The Prodigal Son, and I Survived, Now What? Finding Meaning from Loss. Hello and welcome back to Misfits in the Church, a show designed to help individuals who are struggling with feeling like they belong in the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints while strengthening our faith. Before I continue, I have to say this. I am extremely sleep-deprived and I've recorded this and I've re-recorded it and I just think, you know what, this is going to have to be the last cut <laughs> because I'm so tired. And uh, so hopefully the things that I share with you today are going to make sense with you. Over the last week or so, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, I've obviously the, the concept misfits in the church. And, but I've, I've wondered, should we be misfits in the world? Should we, should we fit in with the world or should we not? And there was a common expression that was used in our church over many decades about being in the world, but not of the world. And I went online and I went to a site, it's called, it's uh, the LDS General Conference Corpus. I'll go ahead and put the link into the show notes so that you could use it by yourself. Uh, if, you know, if you want to look up different words or check the things that I'm sharing with you. And what I found, and it, and it surprised me, is that in the 1980s and 90s, the concept or, or the phrase, not of the world, was only mentioned one time every two years. and But in the last decade, so 2010 to two, through 2019, it was, it was mentioned about two times per year. And uh, it's, it's only been mentioned about three times in the 2020s thus far, but, you know, the decade's not over, so that's probably not a, a great representation. And then I thought, well, what about the word peculiar? I always have a hard time saying the word. I don't know why. Peculiar. And meaning odd, different. And I thought, well, we're, we're, I mean, the Israelites were called to be a peculiar people, a peculiar nation. And we, as followers of Jesus Christ, were expected to be a, pe a peculiar people as well. And so I thought, well, how often do they say the word peculiar? And in the 1870s, so more than 100 years ago, they mentioned the word peculiar over 244 times, which just is, is incredible. Uh, in the 1990s, it was 44 times. And two, from 2010 to 2019, it was mentioned seven times in that decade. And it's interesting that that 
seem to correspond with the I'm a Mormon campaign that was used by the church to help other people outside of the church see how normal we were. And, um, and, so, and so the data seems really clear to me that as, as far as the things that are being preached from the pulpit, that there has been a declining emphasis of being different. There has been a declining emphasis of standing out, um, being odd or peculiar compared to the rest of the world. I had a sincere question, and I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, but I wonder if if we took a poll of members of the of the church, I I wonder, you know, what do we still believe that we should be an odd people or peculiar people compared to the rest of the world, or or do you think that the church is behind times? Do you think that it needs to change to catch up with what the world preaches and teaches? Personally, I'm seeing a, a less and less differences between what members of the church act like, look like, talk about, um, than what the world does on, on those things. I've, I've seen uh, more and more members of the church believe in the right to unlimited abortion and you just have to look at the end of the Book of Mormon where they talk about sacrificing young young children, I think, uh, as an example of that. Uh, also, and this one is probably going to tick a lot of people off, is a lot of members of the church really believe that, well, just use whatever pronouns that you want to use, and it doesn't, it doesn't really matter. And then there's also a lot of members of, of the church who believe that you ought to legislate it. You know, if you don't use the pronoun that people want you to use for them, then, you know, that's a, that's a hate crime, essentially. And I think, well, what about the proclamation on the family? Do we, do we believe that or not? And a lot of people will say, well, yeah, I believe it, but we're just trying to be kind to people. And I think, well, who do we, who, who's first in our lives? Is it, is it God or is it people? And I'm, I believe very strongly that we need to treat everyone as valued and loved children of God. And if we don't do that, we're doing it wrong. But at the same time, even though we don't condemn people, we still should stand up for the right and say when things are wrong. And then do we follow popular fashion trends? You know, a lot of times they talk about wearing costly apparel and how church members were really undistinguishable from those who were not members of the church. And I think there's a lot of lot of other examples. Now don't please don't get me wrong. I'm not I'm not saying, you know, you horrible members of the church. I I struggle with some of those things too. And uh and but that's kind of my question is how how much are we trying to belong with the world? And all we have to do is we have to look at the tree of life vision and how when when people partook of the fruit, that was, that was not 100% insurance against them leaving the tree or going into the building. And I think, you know, in, in the vision, they did a lot of the, they, they did the mocking. And I think that's true today. And frankly, I think it's true on both sides. I think a lot of, whether it's church members or it's Republicans against uh, gays and lesbians or trans um, but I see it on the other side as well. There is a lot of conflict and there is a lot of contention in our, in our society today. And I, I do think that we need to be kinder 
But at the same time, I do think that we need to stand up for true teachings. We can't just we can't just teach it in our church. You know, we have to we have to stand up for God's God's teachings and how to do that in a way that's compassionate to all people. Um, you know, it's a it's a challenge. But I think that, frankly, I think both sides of the political aisle could could do better. There there is such a thing as right or wrong, and there there is a commandment from God that we're supposed to love all people, that there is, there is truth, you know, to, to those, those different sides. But I, again, I think of the tree of life and I think of those who remained by the tree and it was those, it was only those who fell down. And sometimes we might think, well, it's because they were exhausted. And normally in the scriptures, when they talk about falling down, they're talking about falling down and worshiping. And giving their true heart and their full heart and their whole soul and their full loyalty to. And I think, again, we need to ask ourselves the question, are we, are we following the world or are we following God and his prophets? And, um, you know, I, I struggle sometimes with things that are in the church. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. But, I mean, this is, this is a prophecy for our time and for our history. And we need to ask ourselves, are we falling down by the tree? Are we willing to be ridiculed by those who think that our ideas are, you know, our ideas? I mean, God's ideas, really. The church's ideas are outdated. Our, the proclamation on the family, for example, what, do, we, do we believe that? we promote it? Do we teach it? Or do we say, do we say what the world wants us to say? And we learned about the waters in the tree of life and how they swept people away. And I, I think that is happening in our society today. So again, uh, ho- hopefully I made sense on this because <laughs> I am very sleep deprived. But that's my question for you today is, do you believe that it's important to still be misfits in the world, or do you think that our church ought to follow the world? And what do the scriptures teach about following the world or choosing the world over Jesus's or the church's teachings? And I'll just leave you with that. Take care. Bye-bye.